0: Welcome to the Black Mind Garden, where we are remapping minds so you can create a life you design. This podcast is all about planting new thought seeds, breaking generational cycles, and creating new legacies for ourselves and the generations beyond. Here, you will hear topics that empower your minds to go deeper, touching topics that most people may not think to think about. I am your host, Dr. Maisha Claiborne, a master hypnotherapist, coach, And trainer of Neuro Linguistic Programming and the founder of the Mind Remapping Academy. I am here to put you back in the driver's seat of your mind so that you can have the deepest experiences of joy, success, freedom, fulfillment, and peace of mind in all areas of your life. Now let's get to the good stuff but before we do Go ahead and hit that subscribe button so you can stay in the know every time we release another mind remapping meal for you. Let's go. Hey, have you ever thought about learning NLP or hypnosis or even being a coach? Even if you simply learn the skills of coaching, it could come in handy everywhere and in every area of your life. Our Mind Remapping NLP coach training will give you mastery over language, helping you to improve your confidence, communication, coaching, and leadership. So if you're committed to removing unconscious blocks so you can consciously elevate your performance in every area of life, join our next training. Schedule and training interest call at remapmymind.today. That's remapmymind.today. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. I'm Dr. Maisha, founder of the Mind Remapping Academy. And, you know, um, I was thinking because I, I've been in this conversation of belief change. In fact, uh, just yesterday I was at the national medical association conference in a dialogue and a group dialogue in the ophthalmology section and we talked about the state of the well-being of us as physicians and one of the things that i talked about is the some of the shared beliefs that have been installed um in us as doctors and not just doctors i mean when i think about the healthcare profession um this actually applies to uh you know nurses, nurse practitioners, physicians assistants, pharmacists, there is sort of the, there's the curriculum that you learn, that's the external, and then there's the unspoken um, curriculum that we learn. And so a lot of that is messaging that um, if we accept that messaging, that becomes belief patterns. And so in the the, the dialogue on the panel, one of the things we talked about was belief change. And, and you know, as we got into belief change, there's the conversation of up comes the conversation of well, how quickly can you change a belief? Because well, when we when we, we think about what we believe, um, some beliefs are are beliefs that we've had for a very long time. And then there are some beliefs that are new beliefs. And the the truth is you can shift your belief quickly or you can shift it slowly. And the the difference between the two is simply resistance. Now, what does that resistance represent? It could was that it could represent many things, but oftentimes it represents all of the little beliefs that happen in between. Um, your, what you want to believe and what you actually believe, right? So as an example, a lot of who I uh, I speak with, I talk to, I coach are uh, people who are wanting to start businesses or transition their careers. Like that's a, you know, a, a, a big topic these days, I think in all across industries and not just in the healthcare industry, not just in the medical industry or among doctors, but among a lot of different industries, people are beginning to want to uh, start their own businesses, whether it be you know a sort of a side gig or a passion project, because I think people are searching for um, meaning in what they do on a day-to-day basis. Now, that's a whole other conversation because you can find, you can wait for and look for meaning outside of where you currently are, or you can discover meaning right where you are. And um, that is something that um, we could have an entire uh, dialogue or, or a conversation here about. So in terms of belief change, and you all know if you follow me, if you listen to the podcast, if you um, have listened to me speak before on these lives, if you've listened to me live in person, you know a lot of, of what I talk about is our belief systems and our beliefs and our, our sort of this collection around values, right? The beliefs collect around our values, our deeper core values. And when you're thinking about belief change, a lot of times there are, you have your core value and then you have all the beliefs that that surround that value, but then you have sort of the the chain of belief. If you could think of like a tree and that tree has its roots, which would be the values. And then you have the trunk um, that comes up, you know, off the roots. And you might have a big value that is um, sort of an offshoot of several core deep, deep values. And then the branches become the beliefs. And then off those, the big branches, there are little tributary branches. Those are smaller beliefs and some of those become attitudes. You get the leaves that are around the the branches, the small branches, and those are the attitudes that come from the beliefs, right? So the attitudes, our attitudes are collections around beliefs. Our beliefs are um, collections around our values. So when we think about belief change, and let's take, for example, um, the belief that I am not a, uh, you know, like belief that uh, one is not a good um, business person or one can't start a business, right? This is one of the big limiting beliefs or one doesn't have what it takes, doesn't have enough knowledge, you know, the enoughness. Those are one of the, that's one of the big core beliefs that I deal with when I am working one-on-one with people. And even in trainings, people like, how am I going to, and they have all of these little beliefs between what they want to believe, which is that they can successfully say start a business, or they can successfully become a leader in their organization if they are in an organization and they're wanting to rise in leadership, or they can they can uh, be led and trust themselves to be led onto the path for their purpose. There are these types of things, or even that they are um, they'll be a good parent. You know, we we're talking a lot. Of um, career based and professional based, but if we bring it more personal, you know, they'll be able to have a successful relationship. So that is a major belief. Let's say I I can't start a business, is the belief, or I can't have um, what I want in relationships, is the belief. Now, you can shatter that belief by going to the root of it. And that's a lot of what we do in the work that I do with mind remapping and, and neuro-linguistic programming is getting to the core of the beliefs that source all the tributaries, right? But what a lot of people believe about beliefs, and this is part of the resistance, is that you can only change your beliefs slowly and over time, one little belief at a time. Now, that's true. I mean, you you can change them slowly and and one at a time over time, but the only part is not true, All right? The only part is false, right? Because there are people who, let's take, for example, people who quit smoking cold turkey. There are people who quit smoking and they take, you know, months, sometimes years to actually quit smoking. They will utilize the medications or the patches or the gums um, or the pens, to help them to wean down, to quit. That is the way that they believe that they can quit smoking, right? That is the way that they believe it is possible to quit smoking for themselves. And that is the way that they do it. And there's nothing wrong with that way. It just takes longer. And sometimes um, inside of that belief, there's a lot more relapse and what we call recycling of stages of behavior. Now, there are people who also quit cold turkey and those people believe that in an instant they can quit and they can, you know, be a non-smoker and they are a non-smoker. One day they wake up, the next day, one day they wake up and they're smoking, the next day they wake up and they're not, right? So the difference between those two is the belief itself. Now, I wonder, what I would wonder is what are all the little beliefs In the person who took three or four months to stop smoking in between, I'm a smoker and I am not a smoker. What are the beliefs between I can't start a business and I want to have a successful business, right? Um, Perhaps it's, well, I've never been a good business person, or I don't know numbers, or I uh, am not experienced enough, or I... Um, don't, I don't, I I, uh, have had a business before and failed, so I'm a failure. So those are beliefs between what you, all the little beliefs, right, that come between I can start a business and I can't start a business. And that those little beliefs are the resistance points. And so what you, what there is to do is to look at, get to the core, that big trunk, and also look at how committed are you to going very, very slow or to shattering a belief completely, right? Um, That's another place to stand. Because in, in the work that I do, we say that we all have, everyone has the resources that they need to succeed right there are no unresourceful people there are simply unresourceful states so if you if you actually take that statement and you think about the thing that you feel that you cannot do and you and you look at oh you know i want to start a business but maybe i don't have the experience and you think about well I, it's not that i'm unresourceful it's that, that i I haven't accessed the resources yet. What do you do? What how does that change your behavior? It causes you to look out for the resource or look for the right resources. Look for the coach, look for the 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 group, look for the education, look for whatever it is that you need to look for to be able to gather the resource rather than there's, you know, I want to start a business and then there's all of the reasons all of the reasons that's the reasons or the resistance between now and I want to start a business right and and that is a lot of the work of um, why it's important to be mindful of our of our internal language of our process of thinking, which is a lot of what um, neurolinguistic programming is about is, the process of thinking. Because the process of thinking, the process of belief, how you come to a belief affects the content of the belief. And when you can get to dismantling an ineffective process of thinking and believing and speaking and communicating, when you can get to dismantling ineffective, processes of decision making then you will impact the content of the results or the communication or whatever it is the action the behavior that you want to start or stop and so we we it, i think that a lot of times when we are thinking about changing behavior or changing beliefs for that matter, we think a lot about the content of the belief. We think so much about, you know, we're, we're, we, I say we process, but it's not thinking about the process. We process the content. We process the content of our beliefs, of our behaviors, of our communicating, of our decision-making it's the the why is a lot of what we are uh, involved in trying to tackle when really if you want to start to impact at a at a higher level right so there's there's the impacting at the level of environment and if you've heard me talk about this you know i'm talking about sort of these logical levels of of change and transformation you can impact at the level of environment just by changing the environment, but that doesn't last very long because you're still you. You can change at the level of behavior. You can change at the level of skill. That's even a higher level when you change at the level of skill. But then you start to get change at the level of 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 um of values, and then of identity, and then of mission. So when you start to get to those higher levels, you're really getting into process. You're thinking at a at a, a higher logical, neurological level. So what is the difference then between um, one who shatters their belief in an instant, one who goes from, I don't have a business, I want to start a business, I don't know if I can start a business, and then just flipping the switch to like, yes, I can. and um, the person who says, I want to start a business, however, I have all of these little beliefs, but I'm not good enough, but I'm not strong enough, but I'm not smart enough, but I I don't have the resources. I don't have the money. I don't have the, you know, all of the, all of the little beliefs between I, I, I don't have a business or I can't start a business and I, and I can start a business or I want to start a business and I can't start a business. It is looking at that very first core belief and how did I come to how did, I, how did I come to the decision of I can't? What evidence do I even have of that? And is that evidence really, what do we call, objective evidence? Or is that evidence still subjective based on my own personal experience? And what if that evidence was skewed, right? Um, just because there's, and evidence of a failure in the past, does that mean that I can't do the thing in the future? So I, when I started my, um, most of you know that I'm I'm a physician by training, I had my own practice for 10 years. Um, But the practice that I had for 10 years was actually my second practice. when I came out of residency in 2004, I um, attempted to start my first practice not having all the resources that I needed to grow a successful practice. And guess what? That practice failed very, very quickly, um, within the year, actually. And so what I learned from that, or what I took from that, rather than, I can't start a business, I'm not a good business person. As a matter of fact, what's interesting is that never even crossed my mind. (laughs) What it was was, Oh, okay. I know that I can do this. I just didn't know enough to do it the effective, you know, successful way. And so then, what I did was I went and looked for a resource that could help me to structure um, a, a business plan, to structure a uh, financial plan, to to set up the practice, to. Um, learn all of the, the the intricacies. I learned even how to do my own payroll taxes, right? I learned all of those things inside of, I need to gather more resources to be able to start my practice and run it effectively and um, successfully, financially successfully. And that's what I did. So it took, well, you know, two or three years for me to learn all the things that I And gather the the resources, the internal, because it's internal, the internal resources will be, is the access to you reaching out to the external resources. The internal resources sometimes is the knowledge, sometimes it's the belief um, and the strategy. And the external resources is what you go out there and get. Like, what do you, who do you need? Community? Do you need a financial person? Do you need, now I'm talking about business, but if you are, um, thinking about this in terms of relationships then who, would, who would, what are the external resources that you might need uh, maybe like uh, you know a relationship coach or a therapist or if you date online do an online dating site if you want someone that' you want to tell people in the community then tell people in the community you're looking you know these are the external resources but the internal resources is evaluating your own internal self-talk and belief system. Right. If we're talking about relationships, getting yourself to a point where you can attract what it is that you actually want, knowing what it is that you actually want, both in a relationship and a partner. Back to the business. The point I'm I'm making here is that when you begin to get at the process, rather than focusing so much on the content, then you can you create a, a, a portal an opening to the resources that you need internal and external to get the results that you want. All right. So if it's, so if it's I, if the belief is I can't fill in the blank then, or I am not fill in the blank. You're not enough of fill in the blank, or it's never going to happen. Blank fill in the blank is never going to happen. You know, sometimes it's not I am, it's 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 out there, never gonna happen, or there is no resource for me, or there's something out there that's not available. Right. Um, so whatever that is, get to the core of well, what what's the process that you use to get to that belief? And then examine that process and look at how what is it, how do you shift that process? What do you need? Who do you need to talk to? What do you need to learn to to tweak that process of thinking? Because here's the thing. You can shift the content in one situation, in one circumstance, in one area of life. However, if you don't get to the source, the process by which you came to that thinking, then that level of thinking is going to occur in other areas of life too. That level of of self-doubt. That level of, um, you know, negative self talk, the level of all of that will show up in other areas of, of life, and it may look different and it may sound different because you know our brains are so like tricky sometimes. They yeah, it's smart. Our brains are smart. Our brains are very smart. By the way, your brain is very smart. You just have to learn how to utilize. Input the, the parts of your brain that you aren't aware that you can utilize, right? We underestimate the power of our brains, of our minds. And when we begin to rightly estimate or, you know, overestimate or, you know, just like really get an understanding of the power that we have in our thinking, in our belief, in our mind, and our speaking and how our speaking affects our thinking, and how our nonverbal communication affects her thinking, right? Then we will realize so much more of ourselves. And I think if we do that for ourselves, then our interactions with each other will elevate and expand. That's why it's so important to do the personal work. I always say, you know, yes, these systems, there are some problems with our systems our system of healthcare, our system of, you know, some of the corporate system, the systems of the various industries, you name it, you know, our financial systems, our governmental systems, there's some problems, Mm -hmm. but who runs the systems? People. And when the people start to really got, do the individual work, then that begins to shift um, how we interact, and commune with each other communicate with each other so that is all for today um hope that you will take away something i'd love to hear what you take away today and what you will apply in at least one area of life tell me which area of life is most important to you and tell me where you'll apply it okay like start to look at the process and of course if you want to really start to learn how to get at the processes, learn about the processes, um, then you want to learn NLP, uh, you want to learn, you know, the, the mind remapping, um, processes that I teach. You can go to the website that you see here, remapyourmind.today. So I look forward to next time and you all have a great rest of the day and a great rest of the week. Namaste. Thanks for spending time with us on this episode. I hope you digested our food for thought and will put it into action and use these tools to nourish your life in some way this week. Remember to like and subscribe. And if you found this episode valuable, please pay it forward by sharing it with someone else. Also, I am clear that it's you, our listeners, who help us grow. So if you like this podcast, I'd love and appreciate if you tell us. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast platform. Finally, if you're interested in learning more about any of our Mind Remapping coaching, training, or workshops, or if you're interested in getting NLP, hypnosis, or timeline therapy certified, visit RemapMyMind.com. That's RemapMyMind.com and learn more about which programs might work for you, and even schedule a discovery call with me today. Now go and have an amazing rest of your week, and we'll see you on the next episode.